0: Sunday blessings to you all. This is the Lord's Day, the day of resurrection that begins a new week and offers a new opportunity to be drawn by grace more deeply into the Paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. Through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, may each of us graciously respond to Jesus' invitation to live more deeply his passion, death, and glorious resurrection and ascension and be drawn into loving communion with God our Father. You are listening to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast on the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Guiding us this Sunday in opening the Word of God, once again is St. Augustine of Hippo, a great Western Father of the Church. Known as the Doctor of Grace, St. Augustine has left us powerfully insightful works, such as on the Trinity and the Confessions. He also penned hundreds of homilies, and this week we listen to an excerpt of Homily 83, an excerpt wherein St. Augustine reflects on Jesus' formative words regarding forgiveness. A link is also provided in the podcast description to this week's blog article focused also on Jesus teaching on forgiveness. And now from sermon 83 by St Augustine of Hippo. So, Jesus put forward this parable for our instruction and by warning us He wanted to save us from destruction. So also, he said, will your heavenly Father do to you if you do not, each one of you forgive your brother from your hearts. There are, brothers and sisters, the matter's plain, the warning is timely and useful, and it is a very salutary obedience we are obliged to in order to carry out what we have been commanded. We are all, I mean to say, God's debtors. And we all have brothers and sisters in debt to us. Who, I ask you, could there be who is not in debt to God, except the one in whom no sin can be found? And on the other hand, who could there be that, doesn't have a brother in his debt, but someone whom nobody has sinned against. Do you really imagine anyone could be found in the whole human race who is not under obligation to a brother for sinning against him? So then, everyone is a debtor, and yet also has someone else in debt to him. That's why the just God has set up a rule for you in dealing with your debtor, which he too will follow in dealing with us. You see, there are two works of mercy which set us free, which the Lord Himself set before us briefly in the Gospel. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and and it will be given to to you. Forgive, and you will be forgiven refers to granting pardon. Give, and it will be given you refers to doing a good turn. What he says about pardoning, you want your sinning to be pardoned, and you have someone you can pardon yourself. Again, as regards doing a good turn, a beggar asks you for one, and you are God's beggar. I mean, we are all God's beggars when we pray. We stand in front of the great householder's gate. In fact, we go so far as to prostrate ourselves. We whine and implore, wanting to receive something. And that something is God Himself. What does the beggar ask you for? Bread? And you? What do you ask God for, if not Christ who says, I am the living bread who came down from heaven? Do you want to be pardoned? Pardon. Forgive, and you will be forgiven you want to receive something? Give, and it will be given you. But now listen to something that may bother you in this very straightforward instruction. When pardon is asked in the business of forgiving and is owed by the forgiver, you may have the same problem as bothered Peter. How often, he said, Ought I to pardon? Is seven times enough? It's not enough, says the Lord. I do not say to you seven times, but seventy-seven times. Now, start counting how often your brother has sinned against you. If you can get as far as his seventy-eighth fault, and so Get beyond 77 times, then get cracking on your revenge. Is it really true what he says? Is that how things really are? That if he sins 77 times, you must pardon him, but if he sins 78 times, you are now allowed not to pardon him? I have the nerve the effrontery to say that even if he sins 78 times, you must pardon him. Yes, pardon him if he sins, as I said, 78 times. And if he sins a hundred times, pardon him. And why should I go on saying so many and so many times? In a word, as often as he sins, pardon him. So have I had the nerve to overstep the limits of my Lord? He fixed the limits for pardoning at the number 77. Do I then presume to jump over this limit? It's not true. I haven't had the nerve to do more than he did. I have listened to the Lord myself speaking through his apostle where no measure or number is prescribed. He says, You see, forgiving one another, if anybody has a complaint against, against someone, as God in for Christ forgave you, you've heard what the form, the pattern is. If Christ forgave you your sins 77 times, if he pardon you that far and refuse to go beyond it, then set that limit yourself and refuse to pardon beyond it. But if Christ found thousands of sins of sinners and still forgave them all, then don't you withdraw your compassion, but instead demand an explanation of that number. For you see, it was not without reason that the Lord said seventy-seven times, although there is absolutely none which you ought not to pardon. There you have that servant who, being in debt himself, found he had a debtor and who owed ten thousand million. You see, I take it that the 10,000 million, not to overdo it, are 10,000 sins. I mean, I don't want to say that 1 million includes all sins. Now, how much did that other servant owe him? He owed him $100. Isn't that already more than 77 times? And yet the Lord was angry because he didn't forgive him that amount. You see, it's not only that a hundred are more than 77, but a hundred dollars are, aren't they? A thousand dimes. But what's that to 10,000 million? And so it is that if we desire to receive pardon, we must be ready to pardon all wrongs committed against us. After all, if we take a look at our own sins and try counting what we commit by deed, with our eyes, with our ears, in our thoughts, by innumerable impulses, I don't know whether we wouldn't go to bed with a cool million to our account. That's why we ask every day. Batter God's ears every day with prayer. Prostrate ourselves every day and say, Forgive us our debts, just as we too forgive our debtors. Which debt of yours? All of them? Or only a part? You will answer, I am sure, all of them just so the same, with you and your debtor. You lay down this rule, you state this condition, you rehearse the stipulation and these terms when you pray, so that you say, forgive us, just as we too forgive our debtors. So what's the meaning of 77 times? Listen, brothers and sisters, it's a great, mysterious riddle, a marvelous kind of sacramental sign. When the Lord was baptized, the holy evangelist Luke there recounts his ancestry, the order, the series, the pedigree by which it eventually came to the birth of Christ himself. Matthew began with Abraham and got to Joseph coming down the generations. But Luke began counting by going up them. Why did the former come down and the latter go up? Because Matthew was drawing our attention to the birth of Christ and how he came down to us. That's why it is when Christ was born that he started coming down the generations to count them. Luke, on the other hand, began counting them when Christ was baptized. That was the beginning of his ascension, or going up and back to God. So Luke began his count by going up and back, and he completed his count in 77 generations. Who did he count from? Notice who from. He began counting from Christ and went as far as Adam himself, who was the first to sin and begot us under the obligations of sin. He went right back to Adam and there are 77 generations to count and from Adam down to Christ, 77. So if no generation has been left out, No sin is passed over where pardon should be withheld. Thus the reason he listed 77 generations of his ancestry, the same number as the Lord mentioned in connection with forgiving sins, is that he started the count from baptism in which all sins are undone. St. Augustine of Hippo, pray for us. Let us pray. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things, and that we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God forever and ever the Lord be with you may Almighty God bless you Father Son and Holy Spirit go and announce the gospel of the Lord